podcastjuice.net. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Prince Podcast. My name is Michael Dean. This is going to be an interesting show, a little something different. For some, it may be very different, but nonetheless, very interesting. Uh, joining me today, uh, Kanisa, how are you? I am fine. All right. Well, thank you for joining me today. <laughs> of course. All right. And also joining us today, we have uh, a guest with us on the show first time. And it's a very interesting story of how me and this lady connected, which is a reason why she's on here. Uh, so let's welcome Lisa. And I just already have uh, just destroyed the last <laughs> name. Weckenheiser. Weckenheiser. Lisa Weckenheiser. Yeah. Lisa, welcome to the show. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you. I am so glad to be here, Michael. Well, this is this is very interesting. Uh I don't even want to say what it is yet. I want to ask you, <laughs> how did you mm-hmm. come, how did me and you sort of come to link up here that you're on the show? If you could explain it to the audience. Sure, I will. Um, so you'll find out about me that I actually do talk to Prince um, from the other side. He's on the other side, not me, obviously. And um, he asked me to bring through because I channel him um, at Paisley Park and I was like you want me to do what like how am I going to get in Paisley Park now Lisa seriously Lisa let me stop you for one second let me stop you right there because I know people are just like say what now Mike so I want to just dial it back just so we very slowly break this down you said you were speaking to Prince from the other side, just the other side of what? So just so they understand what you were talking about. Well, what, you know, uh, the other side where people go when they leave their physical body. So spirit. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So I, I speak to Prince in spirit and I hear him as I'm clairaudient, which means clear hearing. So I hear him and he said he would like me to bring him through in this particular room at Paisley Park. So I've been trying to think, how can I do that? And my friend suggested, why don't you ask Prince for a name that you can connect with that can help you with this? So I did. And um, this name floated down literally right in front of me, like in a bubble, poof, Michael Dean. And I said to Prince, I don't know who that is. And he said, why don't you Google him? So I came downstairs and I did. And I saw that you run the Prince podcast, which I hadn't known before. Um, And so I ran around for three days trying to figure out how to present this to you. Like, I talked to Prince on the other side, and he mentioned your name. And um, I was really nervous about sending it to you, but I did because I trust him. And so I sent it to you um, in a Facebook message. Right. And then you didn't respond. And I was like, okay, that's all right. It's all right. It's weird. I know it's weird. Okay. And the next week Prince is like, well, just thank him for reading. All right. So I did, I thanked you for reading. And I said, I know it's weird. And that's how you and I got into a conversation. And when I told you kind of the bigger story, then you asked me to be on the podcast. Yes. And let me give you the other side of my reaction. So when I got that message, and I, I think I may have, it had, I had gotten the message and I hadn't noticed it or something because <clears throat> Facebook is kind of funny to me. So uh, I looked and I was like, I started reading and I was like, oh, wait, wait a minute. I was like, eh, let me dial it back. Let me read that again. I was like, huh? And I was like, whoa. I was like, man, okay. <laughs> and then, you know, so listen, I'm a, 
uh, African American man. I was raised in the church and all. You know, some somewhat superstitious mm-hmm. type of stuff. So I was like, let me go get my Kirk Franklin music. Let me go get my Bible verses. Because <laughs> I'm like, hey, I don't know what's going on. My grandmama told me to be very cognizant and discernment. But sure. with all of that said, I was like, this is interesting to me. Because I'm like, how did this person get my name? Not to say I disbelieve mm-hmm. it or believe it. I was just like, whoa, this is worthy of a conversation. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, let's. Uh, let's see what this is about. I think this is very interesting. And, you know, Prince is such a big thing Mm -hmm. to a lot of people, obviously. Yeah. And means a lot of different things to people. So I wanted to have you come on because, yes, I think that this is something that I had no idea you you, you were doing this or people could do this. And I've heard of these types of things before, but just never really, you never Mm -hmm. hit personal where I would look into it so i was like yeah let's let's find some information about this and and for you listeners you know again i'm on my x files i'm I'm on my the truth is out there right now so this is just another this is something else a part Mm -hmm. of prince you may not be into you may listen like well this is this is interesting so with that said lisa um i don't know how i can get you in uh, paisley park let me be very clear about that (laughs) but uh yeah uh, yeah but again you never know the spirits uh, uh, tell you to do things for whatever reason but explain to the Mm -hmm. can you explain to me or to people like how did you get into this position where you are talking to prince from the other side yeah that's a that's a really interesting so I, i will give you just a very brief background um i have um, loved him since before anybody knew who he was back in the day mm-hmm. and and I just adored him and then like some people I sort of lost track of him in the 90s and then I I saw him last live in like 2004 and then I just sort of lost track of him lately like I'd say probably the, the year before he died the energy started ramping up and I started seeing a lot more stuff about him and so when that airplane uh, issue happened right before he died, um, my, I was like, oh, this is good. Something is going on. And I just had this weird feeling. So I was sitting by my computer when the news came in from Paisley Park. And I was, um, you know, like a lot of people, I was kind of in shock. So after moping around the house for a couple hours, I decided to go out. So I was getting in my car and I hear this voice say hi and I knew who it was even though I had never connected with him energetically ever I knew who it was Hmm. so I'm sure people in my neighborhood were like who are you talking to girl because I turned around and I'm like no you've got to leave because I can't even deal with this right now I'm very upset that you died no go away and he was like well I'm just coming around to say hi to people I'm like well you can come back later so I got in my car and I'm all pissed off driving down. I'm like, don't you even come talk to me now? So I go to a, a store that has notebooks and stuff. And I was there looking at notebooks and a notebook falls on the floor. And it's a purple notebook with the words purple rain on the front of it. It's the only one there that's like that. And I turned and I said, I told you to go away. And he was like, fine. So he did. He, he backed off, and I didn't hear from him for a couple of days. And then, okay, I'm ready. You can come back. And so he did. And it's been very interesting because there was specific work he wants to do. Let me caveat this by saying 
I'm not the only one that speaks with him in this way. Okay. Um, I, I This is my experience. So I'm not saying this is the truth and, and everyone has to believe it. This is my experience and I own that. And if it feels and if it resonates to other people, awesome. But if it doesn't, that's fine too. Right, right. right? Okay. So, right. Okay, so... Um, he, I spoke with another medium who had already connected with him, and I said, he wants to do something. I, I'm not getting what it is. What is it? So she did. She channeled a very long message from him, and basically, he was asking me to work with people who are visionaries, who are, who are willing to step up into their expanded bigness. And I'm like, I don't even know how to do that. What? So I told him, help me with this and he did he dictated a whole experience which became the purple saturation work and how i work with people the space i do it in and i bring him through i'm conscious so i'm there right he's hmm. not he doesn't take over my body or anything but i'm pretty much in the background and he speaks and he's very chatty and he and and he really likes to call people out into their bigness like really step in, into that bigness, which I find perfect. And and it's really funny because he had me do that before he even did that with anybody. In my office space, he was like, I can't work in this space. It's too messy. So I'm cleaning up my area. My husband said, what are you doing? And I said, Prince says he can't work in my space. So I have to clean it up. And he's like, how come you clean it up for him? And when I ask you, okay, you don't. Okay. And it, mm-hmm. And Prince and Prince answered him and said, I've known her longer than you. And so my husband was like, all right, that's fine. And so he was very uh, specific about me raising my standards so that the work I do with other people, which I do anyway, I do this kind of work anyway. I work with guides and teams and spirit with people. So this is not new to me, but it's a different flavor. So he and I work together to create an experience for people when they work with him. And it's really, it's really awesome. I am always surprised at what comes through. Wow. Well, Does that help answer some of it? Well, yeah, <laughs> I, will, I will say that definitely sound like some prints. So he, he was running game from the other side, telling your husband to stay in his lane. That, 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 that might be some <laughs> Okay. That's interesting. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Now, and and have you spoken them- to, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. One of the interesting things that he does, and I have to give credit to my friend Heather for this, but during every uh, session, he gives someone what she calls the purple boot up the butt, mm-hmm. and he kicks somebody's ass. Like, he lays straight and tells them, we're always like, oh, who's going to get the purple boot this time? Because he will lay it on the line with people and call them out where they're not playing full out. And I saw an article early on that said his band members saw him as a positive nuisance. And that's exactly like that energy is exactly it. And when I talk to other people who also connect with him, they're like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly him. Yeah. You got to do everything. So everything has to be just right for him when you're doing that work. Like I was in between sessions and I brought in a few pretzels and I hear him go, no food in my area. And I'm like, it's just pretzels. He's like, no. Okay, then. So he was very strict with me, which was really odd because I have kind of a loose go with the flow kind of process when I do this. So it's really asked me to step up my abilities and my willingness to be out there with it. I, I do want to say um, when he first asked me to do this, 
I was very nervous about it because I never wanted people to think that I was using his name mm. to take advantage of him or his fame. And he specifically told me, nope, I want you to put it out there. I want you to use my name. And I'm like, oh, dear God. And I said to my husband, I'm so afraid people are going to think I've like lost my mind or I'm, you know, whatever. Like I'm completely out on the edge. And he was like, honey, they kind of already do. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. All right, then let's go forward. Right. And so that's that's what I did. So I've been doing it for um, pretty solidly for about a year. So and what what do you do, actually? So you have sessions, you say? What does that mean? Like- uh-huh. It's a group. We gather a group. It was six people, but he talked so much that we had to bring it down to four so we could keep it in an hour and a half. And then there's all he he. Um, dictated to me a process that he wanted me to bring them to a room in Paisley Park, which was interesting because I didn't know this room existed until I saw it in a picture. And I was like, that's the room he takes us to. So he takes us to this room in Paisley Park, which is the room where he would like me to bring him through. And he comes in, a couple other guides and teachers come in with him. He gives a message to the group in general for the energy of that group, those people right there. And then he goes from person to person to person and he gives them an individual message and then an opportunity to ask questions. And then we kind of bring the energy back, ground them, and then like it's a visualization and then we bring them back out of Paisley Park. So it's about an hour and a half. And last time Carrie Fisher showed up so that was interesting. And, um, and so it's really, it's like a show. It really is like a show that he puts on. And I just, like he speaks, I just open my mouth and I speak. And that's how, and it's just so interesting. It is. Damn, it's like 3121 from the other side. You got, you got Carrie Fisher came in. <laughs> Where, is Michael, yep, Michael yep. Jackson going to show up? I, I was, I was no, like, but great. <laughs> Greg Allman also came in, but he was very quiet. So I thought that was that was interesting. But yeah, this was the first time an actual other celebrity come came in. The last times it's usually like Archangel Michael, Merlin, the magician. Merlin is always there and hogged the time. Last time that we were there, Merlin hogged Prince's time. So that was kind of funny. They were about. Mer- Mer- I know Merlin it sounds is, really bizarre. Merlin is a is a real was a real person. I didn't know that. I'm just asking. Yeah, uh, yeah. Merlin is um, an incarnation of Count Saint Germain. So, like ascended masters, and this is what these are. So, people who have completed their karma in the physical world go on to become ascended masters, and they do world work for the world. Again, this is my understanding. It doesn't sure. have to be anybody else's truth. Okay. Um, so Merlin is an incarnation. So he comes forward when there are um, wizards in the group. So people who like to play in being magical. Mm. Whatever that means to that person. They just like to play in being magical. Okay. Right. So Merlin usually comes in with him. Wow. This is I know, fascinating it stuff. Really bizarre. <laughs> fascinating I know it stuff. Is. <laughs> no, no, it's, hey, I'm not here to judge anything. We're all in different stuff. So it's all good. Well, so there's one woman who was in the first group. I will not mention her by name, but she was in the first group. And Prince, it was very interesting because she had been a teacher of princes spiritually in another lifetime. And when he saw her, he like bowed to her like, I'm honoring you, which was really an unusual energy. And it took her quite a while to kind of come to terms with that but she also brings him through and so when i was driving down i'm always driving down the road it seems um prince said hey 
you know that thing at Paisley Park? Why don't we do it with three? So each one of you brings me through, like have a night with Prince, and each one of you brings me through, and you you do it in the way that you do it. And I'm like, well, that sounds interesting. Who do you want? He's like, that woman. So I pulled into my office, and I messaged her, and she's like, I know. He told me that was coming. I'm ready for it. All right, then. Let's go. Wow. Right? Like, those kinds of weird things happen all the time. And I do have to say this one experience, because I know these are all bizarre, but <laughs> I was just at an, event, at an event. I was speaking at an event, and I talked about um, bringing him through, and that wasn't the topic, but it played in. So there was a woman in the audience who was very skeptical of this, right? And she told me the story later. So she said, I was very skeptical about, like, is this, does she even really do this? Like, is this really true? And she said, I felt a tap on my shoulder and I looked over and there was Prince. And he whispered in her ear, now do you believe her? And she was like, is anyone else seeing this? Why is no one else seeing this? And she said, he pulled a chair up and he looked at her like face to face. And he said, you're going to be doing the same. So don't be too judgy. And she was like, okay. And her friend's like, what are you looking around at? And she said, you don't see that? Nope, don't see it. So he shows up in all kinds of interesting places for people. Wow. Uh, Kanisa, I know you have a question you would like to ask. Yeah, I've got a couple. Um, can you explain some of the terms that you're using for the people who aren't familiar, like sure. clear audience and spirit guides and Absolutely. how they impact people here? Great question. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. I forget. I hang out in the woo world, so I forget sometimes. Um Clairaudient means clear hearing. It's a French word for clear hearing. Clairvoyance, which you might be more familiar with because they talk about that in the movies, right? Clairvoyant, they see. Like that woman saw Prince. Like she literally saw him in front of her, right? That I hear. Okay, so I hear him as if somebody was talking in my ear. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, and then there's like clear um, feeling, clear sentiment as well, yep. right? Clairsentience, which is just you feel something, you just know something. There's um, clair, let's see, clairsentience is clear feeling. Claircognizance is clear knowing. You just know, like you don't know how you know, you just know stuff, right? Everybody has these to one degree or another if they choose to use them. That's my belief anyway, if they choose to use them. And I just happen to step into clairaudience. I've always had that. I don't know how. Um, spirit guides are guides and teachers who work with you in this incarnation. And this is a belief I've, I've learned. I was raised Catholic. We didn't have them. We had angels. So I'm like, what are the, who are these people talking to me? It's guides and teachers and spirit who work with you in this incarnation. It's that, their agreement. They have also lived a human life. So they kind of get what it's like human. Um, does that explain that? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Are there any other terms that, like channeling? Do you want me to describe channeling? Yeah. Why don't you? Yeah. Go ahead. Just so we can keep okay. it real basic for everybody. You, you, y'all might have been familiar with um, Esther Hicks, who channels Abraham, who is a collection of divine beings on the other side. So there are a couple ways of channeling. One is called conscious channeling. That's what I do. I, Lisa, always present. So I'm awake. I'm present. I'm aware. Right. And I'm just saying what comes through. I don't think about it. I don't I just say what comes through. Um, 
And there's also um, unconscious channeling where you, the person, it's called trance channeling, and the person goes into a trance. Edgar Casey, you guys might have his name. He's very famous. He was called the sleeping prophet. And he would go into uh, a, like a coma state and channel from that space. So I, I don't do that. I don't leave my body. I'm fully aware of what's going on at any time. Wow. Um, have, were you doing this type of work before Prince's passing? Not necessarily yes. talking to Prince, but other people. Okay. Right. Yes. Yeah, I've been professional intuitive for probably about eight years. And so I bring guides and teachers through and work with them and my clients. So it's more of a conversation. Prince is a straight channel, but it's more of when I do spirit guide readings with my clients, it's more of a conversation. So it's as if we were all sitting around a table like this, just chatting away. Mm-hmm. Prince is a straight channel. So I, Lisa, don't generally speak as Lisa. Okay, I, I only, when I speak, it's, it's him. And I don't know why it's that way. That's just the way he set it up. And so I chose, it's always a choice. I can choose not to do this. I chose to do that um, because, you know, he kind of asked me to. And it, it's, I knew, and see, here's the thing. This is what I've come to learn. So maybe this might be interesting. So many people took it really hard when he died. Like, they don't even know why they were traumatized by it, right? And I heard from so many people who said that same thing. What he's told me is that he's had agreements on a soul level with people to do, to carry on his work, to do that work. And when that agreement kicked in. So, for me, the soul agreement was, you're going to go out and talk about this. You're going to go out and be really clear and open to judgment about what you do with him. And I was really scared about that. I could choose not to again. I chose to. I was scared about that. So for a lot of people, soul agreements with him have kicked in. And they're being called to do bigger things. Like that woman who, the the woman that I mentioned, who's agreed with me, if we ever get into Paisley Park, and if he has his, if he has his, you know, druthers, I'm sure we will, but I don't know how yet. Um, but she, she had that agreement. She had that same breakdown and she knows that this is her work is to also bring him out in a different way than me, but also mm-hmm. in that way. I can feel what you're saying in regards to that. Uh, I can't explain why I could, you know, but I can understand you feel like me you know, I'm kind of called <laughs> to sort of like, do this thing mm-hmm. now and, and really uphold this and mm-hmm. da, 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 da. I was going to ask you so have you you're talking about getting to pa- uh, Paisley Park have you like even just went there to do the tour or something and or have you not been there no I, I have not gone no I, I want to um, he has indicated that it would be better if I go at a time where it's not really crowded mm. um, because I'll be able to pick him up there like there are people who have been there who say they don't feel his energy there at all there have been people who say they do right i think it really just depends on the person and and what they're open to um i have had friends say to me yeah we're gonna have to go with you because you're gonna be in a mess i'm like yeah i know because his energy will be strong there 
But and then, you know the way he told me that he wanted me to go to Paisley Park. I was I was at the event that I was in, and we were on a break, and I was staring out the window, and it was like it really felt like this. Like he took a paper airplane and tossed it at me, boof, hmm. and it said, "Go to Paisley Park, tunnel me there." And I was like, "Uh, no, that ain't happening." And he's like, "Yeah, it is. I can make it happen. All right, then you do it. You want me there? You do it." And so that's that's what I do with him. I'm like, you want it? You make it happen. And he's really good at doing that. Because I said, I need an office to do this in a quiet space. I can't be in my house and channel. He's like, okay, go to this one place. So I go to it. And the guy's like, yeah, the rent's like $200 a month. I'm like, really? Okay. Huh. So he finds me office spaces. He finds whatever. He's like, go here, do this. All right. And And that's the thing. And here's the crux of all of this is what I teach, unwavering trust. So that when you tune in and you work with guides and teachers and spirit, be they prince or whomever, when you create that connection, there's that trust. I, I will tell you that I was very nervous about coming on this show because I'm like, oh my God, people are gonna like say horrible things about me. And he was like, yeah, so, all right then, you know? And he said, understand that not everybody's gonna get it, and that be okay with that because not everybody got his music. He didn't care. Right. He just did whatever the hell he wanted to do. Right. He's, out and there he's like, that's the briefs. attitude that you need. Yeah. yeah I mean, Prince is yeah, out there. No, right? He's getting it down and it, he dug it. He didn't, yep. but he didn't stop. So. Yeah. Well, I, that's when I saw him on midnight special. That was the first time I saw him. And I remember coming in from another room going, what's going on here? <laughs> like I had no idea. I was like, what is this? But from that minute on, I loved him. I just did. Wow. Hey, Lisa, can, can you talk a little bit about, um, as far as guides, <coughs> I guess I'll call them ghost prints, um, the level of interaction or the level of how much you kind of help bring through what they say to do versus like a soul being here and having a purpose and fulfilling <coughs> a purpose that they have here. Like, is it kind of like a guidance advice thing or is it kind of, hey, do this or or live this way type thing? That's a good question. Thanks. Um, here's the thing. Because of free will, you have the right to not take any of that advice. You can say no. So a guiding teacher, and, and I say princess, go here, do that. But it's always my choice to do that. Okay? So when I work with people, it's really like their guides will say, you might want to consider this. What do you think about this? Here's what might be going on. It's up to you, the client, and even with the prince stuff, to take that guidance or not, right? I will tell you, <clears throat> Prince is a bit more directive with his guidance. So he's pretty much like, yeah, you're playing small. You need to play big. Here, here's a way you can do it. So he's more directive about it than guides and teachers are, just because I think that's the nature of his energy. Like, I know what's best, and here's a thing, and you go do it, right? But the choice always exists. My role, at least in when I work with guides, is to help my client understand the message. So sometimes something will come through and they'll be like, I, I don't know what that means. So I'll ask the guides, can you simplify that? Let's look at this. How do we make that, how do we take that into action, right? Because that's the only way, th I know I'm sorry, getting into woo teaching. That's the only way things change though is when you get guidance from your teachers that you choose to put it into action. So I could have chosen to connect with Michael or not. 
right? And I don't know where it will lead. I don't know. But I trust that when Prince gave me a damn specific name, I better do that, right? It is in my best interest in the terms of how he and I work together to connect with that. And, Michael, if you hadn't responded, I know that he would have given me another name for whatever reason. Like, I know that. Wow. Fascinating stuff. Like, what do you think... Is there a speculation of uh, why you think Prince wants you to go, telling you to go to Paisley Park? Is he going to get in there and, and set it off and bring, like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that the, the energy there is of a different vibration. Okay. And when I say vibration, you know how energy just, like, you walk into a room and you can feel like either people have been fighting mm-hmm. or something's going on. Like, you can feel it, right? Well, mm-hmm. the vibration there is, is very high, which means fast. Things move fast and happen fast. I think for him, this is a sacred place. His, his home was a sacred place. And so he wants people to gather in this sacred place, to hear him brought through. <clears throat> and I feel like he has a specific message. I won't know that till I'm there and I open my mouth. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's a specific message that he wants to bring through. And I think that's why he's asking three, right? Three people so that the fullness of that message can come through three different channels. Wow. Right? Okay. So I, I feel like there's something because he's very focused on, at least as he works through me, he is very focused on calling people to their biggest and best selves whatever that is and if he has to kick your ass to do it he will and the people who show up for him are amazing they're so open and he's a riot because he'll give them a song like and it's a song i won't even know he's like the fourth track on thus and such album and i'm like i don't know what that is go look it up Right. He gives them songs. He gives them lyrics. He, you know, and he even gives them songs from other artists with the caveat that, you know, it's okay if you listen to somebody else, but, you know, always come back to my music. Like he's always hawking that. And and so I think that's his focus. He really wants people to be their biggest self because that's what he that's what he was. He lived his biggest self, sometimes to his detriment. Um, but his biggest and best self, his highest potential, and that's what he's calling people through, is that. Like, he, he and I are working on a program, and I this was funny, because he's like, all right, I'm going to give you seven songs. Then you have to go find the lyric in each song, and then there's a theme in it. Then put the theme together, and it's going to be an equation. Okay, then, I got nothing else to do. Sure, go ahead, give me the seven songs. And he did. Right. And I looked through each one. And when I would hit upon the lyric, he's like that one. Okay, that works. Right. And so that's that's what he does. That's how we work together. You know, like like um, the first song was was a lyric from come. Right. Which is if you had a chance to see the future, would you try? He said that's about he said outside of that song. That's about vision. If you had a chance to see who you were in the fullness of your being, would you? Would you try? And he's like, so we're going to talk about vision. All right. Then the next line was from, um, uh, what's that? The dawn. Welcome to the dawn. Was it Welcome to the Dawn? Mm-hmm. Where it says, entertain the absurd. He said, that's magic. Do people know that they have like these really cool abilities? No, we're going to show them. Okay, that's fine. So he had me go through and pick out each of these lyrics. 
it's just a bizarre wow. relationship. It's pretty deep, actually. <laughs> I, I got two two things I want to ask you about. Uh, and to be clear, yeah. we could go on and on with this, but I but I think for my position for this is to just expose it to to my little audience, and I think mm-hmm. the connections that may come will help and whatever it is that needs to be, go down. So that's the, the great mm-hmm. thing. And so the one thing yep. I want to be clear is how people can contact you. But before I get into that, I want to ask you, I was reading your blog, and I think mm-hmm. it's your latest post, uh, In the Flow 24-7. And I, I was reading yeah, that. 24-7. I was like, that, I, I was like so like agreeing with what was we were talking about. That Can you kind of give us the gist of what that uh, is about? Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, so I was listening to the podcast by Jane Claire Jones, who wrote me. I'm so excited to be friends with her. She wrote me after she saw that. Jane Claire Jones and um, what's his name? I can't think of the guy's name. Dude, I'm sorry. Zach. Zach Hoskins. Zach. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. And they had like a four-part podcast talking about Prince's life from a really different perspective. Uh, I would even say from a psychological perspective, but with love and respect. So their thesis was that, you know, that flow that exists, everybody gets in it where like time stops and you're creative and it's flowing and it's beautiful. Well, Prince lived that 24-7. Most of us go in and out of it, right? So, and we think like, oh, if I could just get that flow back. Well, he lived in it 24-7. And the reason that he did that was because that was his safe place. And so because this is their theory, okay, that that because he had some issues with his mom and trusting and all of that, that he didn't know how to deal with things. And so all he knew was to go back into um, that space of creation because that's where he lived. And they were the ones who said possibly to his detriment because... You know, you need balance in your life and you can't, you know, like who would rather scoop the cat box than be creating in the flow? And so what I was talking to people about was, you know, it was really clear that he chose this, but maybe because he didn't know there was another choice from a human perspective. Now, he Mm -hmm. came through and answered that question. As I was writing, he's like, hey, got something to say. All right. So he said he came to this earth to experience what it was like to be in that flow 24-7. He chose it. He could have made a different choice, and he didn't. He knew it had consequences, but that was his choice. But he really wanted people to look at, you know, what it's like to be in the flow and how you generally you need more balance around that. Mm. And so he, he was kind of like, that was my choice. I did that on purpose. To see what it was like to be in flow, because you've heard that they had to bring in like three different sets of engineers because nobody right. could keep up with him. He was in that flow all the time, but that was his choice. It comes down to choice. So that podcast was really good. They mentioned you, Michael, in it. As a oh. matter of fact, I don't know if you listened to it, but yeah, I, they did mention you. I in it. check it out. Actually, I never heard of it, so I saw mm-hmm. your thing. I would listen to it for sure. Mm-hmm. It's very, very good. And Jane Claire Jones wrote a beautiful article, the eulogy for him last year, um, called calling him the water baby. 
and talking about how the themes of water played in his life, bathtubs and all of that stuff. Like, it's a beautiful, um, and I have a link to it on my blog. It's a beautiful eulogy. And she she wrote, so she wrote me. And she told me that that she thought she was going crazy because after he died, she had that connection with him, too. Mm -hmm. And she said, and then I started looking around and other people were saying they did. And she said, oh, this is a thing. And so she she talked about that beautiful connection that she has with him and she's really glad for it. And he came through and gave her a message. And it was really beautiful. Like he just does that. He'll just like, poof, here's a paragraph. Okay. So, yeah, he pops in and out. Lisa, I know there's going to be a lot of people that are going to have questions. They want to get in contact with you. They probably have had things that they didn't understand, and now you might be able to help them with this. Where can people connect with you? What's the website? Uh, Purple Saturation, so S-A-T-U-R-A-T-I-O-N, Purple Saturation. That was his word. Um, and so that's the site where I have, I've got a couple of, I think I did like three YouTube channelings of him and I've got like a lot transcribed. We do an email that's a channeled message like every couple of weeks. So they're on there. So you can go ahead and, and read whatever is out there. If it resonates super and people can contact me there or Lisa at purple saturation.com. All right. Wow. Uh, see, I have to be 100%. Like I, I'm, this is so new to me. I mean, obviously, I've heard of these things before, but mm-hmm. never just took the time to really try and understand it or give it, give it my attention. And so giving my attention, there's a lot mm-hmm. of things that kind of connect with me. I'm like, wow, okay. Hmm, because I've kind of thought, I, you know, a certain thing. And you, you feel spirits on you. You feel certain energies happen. Or, man, there's mm-hmm. so many... Co- I always have, like, I call these Prince coincidences. Like, I'll walk into mm-hmm. some place and then his music could be playing here. Then I'll turn over here and then there's a book or something about him. Like, I, I was like, it's always mm-hmm. around me. It's, just, it's so weird. So maybe it's not a coincidence, mm-hmm. right? Uh, very interesting. So we're gonna, I, I don't think don't think it is. Yeah. No, I, I don't think it is. And that happens to um, a lot of people. And they, they send me those. They send me them all the time. So he's very, he's very, 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 very present in the world because his influence carries a lot of energy with people Mm. so he's very present and sometimes he just likes to hang out and sometimes he has work he wants to do with people but sometimes he just likes to hang out and and say hi so you know if you see those coincidences just say hi back and uh, yeah i see you okay and and then what he tells is he challenges them to dare him to show up Right. He, he says, you don't believe it. OK, dare me. Go ahead. Dare me and give me something you want to see. And they always write back to me. and They're like, oh, God, I saw this. And I'm like, I know. OK. Right. So dare him and play with it. Like, have fun with it. It's not a serious thing. Have fun with it and just see and see in what way he can help you. Because maybe he just wanted you to be aware of this. Like, maybe this has nothing to do with getting into Paisley Park. But maybe he just wanted you, Michael, to know that he's hanging around and maybe he can help with something. I would ask him. All right. All right. I'll think about that. <laughs> I would think about <laughs> um, that for sure. One, sure. Go right ahead. I want to say one thing. Yes. Thank, thank you all, right, for being open and listening because I acknowledge that this is bizarre 
And, you know, I am, again, I am open to whatever judgment people have around it. It's my truth. But I thank you for giving me an opportunity to really put this out there and to share it with your audience, because it is truly part of my work in this world is to be that communication for the other side in a, in a different way. So I do that no matter what. Even if I'm scared, I do that. Mm-hmm. And so I think that I, I just want to say I appreciate. Thank you very much for giving me the opportunity. Oh, not a pleasure. It, it, was, it was my pleasure. And again, I find this very fascinating uh, and it's something that I will probably look into. So this was a good, and I know who I can go to. If I feel comfortable and say, hey, let me, you know, I want. I, well, I, I would invite you. Okay. I would invite you to come to a group. I, I will even gift it to you. <laughs> come to a group session and see who shows up and see what he has to say to you. All right. And just be open and play because it is actually a lot of fun. So whenever you're ready, the door is open. Okay. I got to ask you one question. This is just, I'm having fun. Have you seen the movie Get Out? I haven't. I want to. <laughs> but I know what it's about. <laughs> it's a joke. I'm just joking with you. Uh, but anyway. Okay. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Kanisa, thank you so much for mm-hmm. being here. You adding things that I didn't even think about. So thank you for bringing your energy and spirit to this conversation. And oh, also before we leave, I got to congratulate you. Uh, and say great job on your the website you uh, just launched the Prince website. Can you tell us what that is? Oh yeah, so um, I um, helped with redoing the For the Funk website, which is a bootleg catalog, and it kind of chronicles all of the known recordings that Prince has had through the years. So just like audio and video, and just kind of talks about um, what was the track list for these performances and the quality of the soundboard and things like that or it's an audience performance you can go to the new site and it is for the funk.com except for the e is a three and the four i'll just spell it <laughs> four h-e three u or f-u-n-k and we can like have a link on the post <laughs> or whatever but um yeah you could just go there um can sign up you can leave reviews on the different things i do have to have a caveat don't ask for where you can find these bootlegs because you know with all print sites we don't like to talk about that sure. but um if you just want to learn more about the things that he's done there's over two thousand listings there and they're growing by the day wow so that's nice so like if i had uh i wanted to learn more about a particular bootleg i could probably look it up on there and read the information about what's on there and maybe yeah. see some reviews about it Mm-hmm. Or even say, like, did he ever do this one song? You can do a search and find it there. Or you can look at different things that he's done in different years because it's categorized by year or by label or just different things like that. Nice, nice. We need that kind of stuff, that information. Every, everything is historical. It's, it's on record. So I love it. Oh, also, <laughs> yes. shout out to uh, so many, I find so many new Prince things online. Shout out to uh, Prince's Friend. Uh, that is a YouTube channel. Uh, I'm spacing on the young man's name who does that show. But shout out to him. It's called Prince's Friend. It's just a, it's a good YouTube channel. He does, um, gosh, I want to say he's doing like two or three or four videos a week on Prince. Where he does reviews and news and stuff. And it's just cool. It's a, he's a good guy. He's got a really good spirit and energy about him. So uh, definitely shout out to him putting in the work uh, on, on, on the video platform. So you got to love that. Um, there you go. I am running my mouth 
let's get out of here and uh, we're going to thank Prince, obviously, for bringing us together. Say whatever you want to say or what your thoughts are on this topic. But we are here connected because of Prince. And that's how I met Lisa <laughs> and Kanisa. So you do have to acknowledge that. Um, there you go. So with that said, ladies and gentlemen, work it like a job. Prince Podcast, Michael Dean. We'll see you next time. Peace. But I can hear your tears fly away. Looking at